Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt-out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd. Today is kind of a controversial episode because a lot of people don't like talking about money, and I do. (laughs) So it's about the ethics and the morality surrounding money, because I really like one of my goals in life is to help others make a lot of money. And by doing so, help myself make a lot of money. And When I first start working with a lot of people in my coaching programs, they often tell me that they want to make enough money to get by. You know, they don't want anything extravagant. And it's almost like they feel like they're taking the moral high ground by basically staying broke and like living paycheck to paycheck or retainer to retainer. Because there's a lot of thoughts out there that being rich is bad or that rich people are bad and that they can only make money by doing bad things. And that wanting more money is greedy and being greedy is seen as bad. So I want to change the conversation around money because as I've made more money and I wouldn't consider myself rich, like we are building wealth. We're in a wealth building stage. I wouldn't say that we are rich by any means, but I definitely have more money now than I've ever had. And experiencing that change from wanting to do everything as cheaply as possible and buying the cheapest things to now where I want to invest in things and people instead of just like buying the cheapest clothing. I want to like invest in companies that are also creating sustainable products or like helping the environment or like align with my values, you know, like I'm seeing more how my money can actually be used to foster good and basically invest in individuals or people or businesses that are also doing good in the world. Like, I don't want to buy products from a company that is exploiting their workers and trashing the environment. I want to put my money towards companies that pay a good wage to their employees and plant trees or something, you know, So I'm going to go into that a little bit more. So I think one of the things that bothers me is that it really just seems like, and it makes sense because everyone's wages are stagnant and things are getting more expensive, you know, especially for W-2 employees that have kind of like a ceiling to their income. Whereas entrepreneurs, we don't have a ceiling to our income. We can make as much money as we want maybe not overnight, kind of like what we were talking about on the last podcast, you have to have patience and strategy and consistency to make those kinds of amounts. But what I see for so many people is kind of like this race to the bottom where like everyone is prioritizing like the cheapest products possible. And if anything is like higher end, people kind of criticize like, oh, it's so expensive, you know? And I don't think this is helping anybody, let alone 
the planet. Because if you, I'm going to like talk about some of these different industries where people like the masses want cheaper fashion and the fast fashion industry that kind of prioritizes crappy fabrics and low prices and exploiting workers in other countries in like horrible work conditions and they're polluting and they are creating landfills full of clothing also people can get clothing for cheap prices and kind of buy it as much as they want like how does that help anybody whereas you could you know if you had more money you could invest in higher quality pieces maybe even made by a single individual or like a small business where they are employing people in good conditions for good money and they're also like in the United States so you're actually like paying to support a family and a small business and somebody who can turn around and like have a healthy meal for their children because you bought their products and maybe they're like donating to like a few of the businesses that I've seen recently that I've decided to purchase from like one donates money to like domestic abuse victims one plants a tree for every item purchased you know so there's all these businesses that you could put your money towards but then people are really excited about all these like cheap fast fashion brands that are probably coming from China and stuff like that doesn't make sense to me and everybody's obsession with all this cheap stuff is kind of awful, right? Like, what do you think, Todd? I think that I fall into that more often than I'd like. And I know I've learned my lessons, but I don't always think about that or like learn from it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, growing up and even like in college and then probably even more recently. Yeah, I always kind of went for the bargain, right? My money only goes so far. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, buying a cheaper option. But I know that the cheaper option is going to wear out quicker. It's going to fall apart. It's going to maybe not feel as good or mm -hmm. like give me confidence. So kind of that phrase of you buy it nice or buy it twice. And I'm still learning that lesson. I'm trying to do more of buying like nice and buying the right thing, knowing yeah. that I don't have to replace it as often. But I still struggle with that, I'd say. Yeah. And even now, you're even still talking about it from like a money standpoint where you're saying like, if I buy something cheap, I will have to pay more money later to replace it. So I might as well buy something nice now. Whereas I kind of even want to take money out of the equation because you're buying something cheap and the issue isn't even that you have to buy it again later. The issue is that this could have been created by child labor in China and like workers die over there. And then plus they have to get it over here, you know? <laughs> so yeah. not only are like workers being exploited, but then all the like pollution and crap that has to go on to get these items over to the U.S. for you to be able to get a good deal, quote unquote. It's a whole process and system that isn't benefiting anyone right? Like it's not benefiting you, the consumer, to have a shitty cheap product, except that you think that it's going to help your bank account. But people kind of buy things in excess. No one's buying like one shitty thing from Amazon. They're buying tons of stuff all the time from Amazon, you oh, know? Yeah. So really like the whole concept of all of this stuff I wish would change. And I know me as one person helping a small group of people 
is not going to make a huge impact on cheap things being made in China and shipped over here. But like, I like to kind of fantasize about a world where people spend money freely and like are happy to invest in higher priced things made from local tradesmen or artisans or whatever, you know, and it's like, oh, it's $300. That's amazing. I'll give you $300. And in turn, your employer's like, oh, you're doing such great work. I'm giving you a raise. Or like, I love to fantasize about this world where everybody's just like freely giving money towards amazing things. And we'll probably never see that in this lifetime, but at least I can not be a part of some of this. Like last night, we just watched that show on Netflix. It was a twin study about like you are what you eat or something. And a lot of stuff was cherry picked for it, which is fine. But one of the things that I realized kind of along with the fast fashion stuff is that there's a demand for cheap food and especially like cheaper meats and dairies and stuff like that. So in response, farmers have these huge industrialized farms, slaughterhouses, all that kind of stuff that are polluting, that are creating like kind of gross meat by like artificially fattening up and growing these animals that are also giving them antibiotics a lot of the time, except for organic stuff. I mean, my ag friends will be like, Megan, you're saying things wrong or whatever, because I have a lot of vet colleagues that went into (laughs) these industries. But like antibiotic resistance is a huge problem. And there's like billions of animals being given low doses of antibiotics all the time. Just none of it is good for the animals, for the farmers, for the people consuming this food, for the human race in general, because antibiotic resistance is like a scary thing. When you could like pay more money for like local meat from a rancher, but like how do we even do that? Like the systems in place don't even let us accomplish some of these things that would be better for us and the planet and the animals and everyone involved, but we're involved in all these systems that kind of exploit people and animals and the planet. Yeah, and all those things to do, quote unquote, the right thing or to like invest your money on higher quality goods and services, like you have to go out of your way to find those people, Mm -hmm. right? So like all of this, call it fast fashion and like cheap food, Amazon, all these different things, right? They've made it as convenient as possible for us to spend as much money as possible, but like in small chunks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's like very inconvenient to go search out finding good eggs or Mm -hmm. the best t-shirt or whatever he may be, right? So like it's an effort to do it. And I think there's probably a fine line of picking and choosing where you spend your your money, Mm -hmm. right? So like you can't get the best of everything, right? right? Because even like wealthy people like have limited resources. Mm -hmm. So like you're not going to buy the best of freaking everything. So like knowing what's important to you and like knowing those values to like, yeah, spend rapidly or spend a lot on the things that matter the most to you. And I feel like our money is really the only voice that we have in the world. Like we can vote and all that stuff. But really, when it comes down to it, the only power we have as individuals is where we choose to spend our money. And so if I can go to a nice restaurant where I know all the produce and the meat is like farm to table, local ranchers and farmers market type finds, I would much rather spend that money and tip the waiter well and like buy a beer for the kitchen or something and have it be a giant bill 
than going to like Applebee's or like some other just like chain restaurant where, yeah, maybe it's cheaper, but what are you supporting by spending your money there? And oftentimes the things that are cheap, we're not supporting. Like we all care about people and animals in the environment. I don't think anybody would say that they don't, but I don't think we ever think about it. Like I used to be a vegan and a vegetarian and I started eating meat again years ago and I decided I was just going to not think about where it was coming from. <laughs> you know, and now I'm like after watching that Netflix series last night, I'm like I don't want to get grocery store meat. I'm about to like go find a local cattle rancher, you know. <laughs> and know that this cow actually like was grass-fed in a pasture in the Rocky Mountains for 6 years before I ate it or something. Like that's where I feel like I'm getting weirder and weirder with that kind of stuff as I get more money and as I realize I want to put my money towards good. I don't want to support some of the industries that are just trying to make things as cheaply as possible. You know, And I say that as I have an Amazon sweatshirt on, like I'm not perfect. I haven't gotten to where I want to be yet. But I think about these things all the time. And like, why do we see rich people as bad? If they are able to make these kinds of choices for themselves, and if you're able to donate to charities and put your money into businesses that are helping and make sure that you're not putting money into things that exploit workers in other countries and stuff like that. Like, I want to be able to invest in things that are good. And I don't think that anybody making more money that's able to do that should ever feel bad about being wealthier than other people people. So can I switch topics just a little bit? Yeah. So with having more money mm -hmm. and spending more money on the things that matter, I think that we as people like we feel better and like we're happier knowing that maybe we're eating better foods, we're supporting good people, we like feel confident about the clothes and the things that we have. And I think in the grand scheme of like the world, don't we all want like more people that are happy? And like more confident and more fulfilled. Not that all those things should definitely come from monetary purchases, but like that's kind of the world that we live in. So yeah. like, yeah, having more people have more money to be happier. That's like a good thing for everybody. Yeah. There's like no downside. So I'm all about people being able to make as much money as they want. And like, if you earned it, that's your money to do with. Like people shouldn't judge and stuff. But I do kind of hate the idea of billionaires just hoarding money that could be spread out amongst people if it weren't just going to this one source. But then I also sometimes think the whole concept of money is kind of imaginary and they're just going to like keep printing it or making it depending on what the economy and stock market is doing or whatever. But ultimately, yeah, I don't think anybody should be sitting there and thinking like, oh, I don't want to be rich and I don't want to be greedy, so I'm not going to go after this higher income that I could potentially get as an entrepreneur. I know tons of entrepreneurs who are making shit tons of money, and a lot of them are in their freaking 20s, and I'm so jealous of them because I'm 40, and they got started way earlier than me. And I know this is controversial because people are going to say, like, oh, you're privileged and you know, not everyone can make money like that. And that, that's true. This podcast is for creative entrepreneurs and people who want to be entrepreneurs. Not everyone can be an entrepreneur. But the more entrepreneurs we have that are 
conscious about this stuff and are making money and can give back to their communities, there's nothing negative that I can see about that. And then maybe we can, you know, the people who want to be employees, I'd much rather them be working for an entrepreneur who pays them what they deserve and is a good person and isn't just trying to exploit their workers for money. Like there's lots of businesses out there that have employees that are paid a good wage because the CEO cares and that's important to them. And more of those businesses need attention and our money, you know, like we need more of that, not more Amazon and cheap products. Because I don't really have employees, I have contractors, and I like to pay them more than what others like the industry standard is. I like to pay my second shooters when I used to have them, I paid them more than the industry standard. Like, I find joy in that being able to pay more money towards somebody than they were anticipating. And I think we need more people like that. And we need more people to be conscious of what is going on in the world and how having more money is what's best for everybody. This idea of conscious consumerism, instead of just consumerism, where it's like, oh, I'm just going to buy all this shit, I'm gonna buy all these clothes, I'm going to buy all this art, I'm going to buy all this crap to fill my house, just being more conscious with it and understanding where your money goes. And I really like thinking of money as energy. And so it could flow into Jeff Bezos' pocket or whoever else is like profiting from all this cheap shit. Or it can flow to like a local family and you get to kind of decide where you want the energy to flow. And if more of us think this way, the better off we'll be because right now the mindset of people in America is not that way. And it's literally about the best bargain and the cheapest thing. And it makes me sad. So really why I wanted to talk about this is because so many of my coaching students and clients come to me not wanting to be greedy, wanting to only make enough money to kind of like pay their bills and stuff like that. And I really I want people to challenge this idea and to kind of practice more of an abundance mindset where they see money as this good thing and having money is good. And that it's not about being greedy and rich people aren't bad because we're not all bad people. You can become wealthy and rich while still being a good person and doing good things. And we need more people like that. If you're a good person, you're exactly who should have wealth. And so I want some of the folks listening who maybe struggle with that idea to flip the script and be like, hey, I am a good person. I'd be the best person to have money because I would send energy all over the place <laughs> and not to things that are exploiting our planet and people and animals. Does that help you think about money too? Because Todd used to be extremely frugal. <laughs> yeah, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> I feel like I say that about every topic. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a work in progress. Well, it all is. It all is forever. In 2018 and 2019, I was on the Dave Ramsey train. So I was incredibly frugal. And every decision I made was about like, what will be the cheapest thing I can do. And so I've been there. And I used to think like, oh, yeah, rich people are bad. Like, I totally had that mindset. Like, I don't want to be like them. I'm getting by just fine. Like, I can make do paying minimally for everything. And now that I'm not that way, I feel so much better. 
And that's another reason. Like, I feel like I've, I'm learning all these things and going on this journey that has done nothing but make my life better and make me feel better as a person and make me the better version of myself. And I just want to turn around and help everybody else accomplish that too. (laughs) So I hope you found this episode intriguing and help you think about things a little bit differently. And it might be controversial. That's okay. And... (laughs) I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.